25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out now. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the west right tight. That's left. 372 wide sticks. The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Yeah, let's go. It is Thanksgiving week, Buddy Rope. What are you thankful for? I know I'm thankful for just about everything. I'm thankful for everything, Roger. Are you? Good, bad, big, and small. I'm thankful for it all. You thankful you got to work all day Thanksgiving? Well, <laughs> well, Sorry. yeah, you know, well. Fly on the ointment. It's going to be, hopefully it'll be a good time. Well, I think it will be a good time, Roger. And here's the thing about it. Look, you know, this idea, you know, the grass is always greener. One way to word it is the way a football coach told me one time. Is everybody wants what they don't have. Think about that. We all seem to kind of want what we don't have, right? And if you're me and you're going to be working in a broadcast capacity or any working in any capacity for the Egg Bowl on Thursday, it does. It kind of takes up the whole day. And it turns a big portion of the day into a work day and all this kind of stuff. And I'm going, well, what I don't have is the ability to sit by the fire with my family in Clanton, Alabama. Yeah. And enjoy Thanksgiving meal with all my family members. That's what I don't have. So, therefore, that's what I want. Right? But a lot of those people, think about all the the folks out there, Roger, who would, frankly, love to get a chance to do what I do. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, everybody wants what they don't have. So, I'm not going to look at it that way. I'm thankful to do it. If you had your druthers, would you rather that be on a Saturday? That, sir, that is the question. And I don't know if you did that on purpose, Roger, but you're sort of kind of sort of reading my mind there. Scary. I I better stop. (laughs) (laughs) Before it gets to the good stuff. Yeah, exactly. It is a little scary, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I posted that on all the social media stuff yesterday. So here we are, you know, it's Sunday. Fans of both schools are already putting stuff out there saying, hey, look, it's hate week. (laughs) Instead of calling it the week of Thanksgiving, they're calling it hate week. Like, look, the very single solitary first post or first comment on today's live stream going on Facebook right now, facebook.com slash Radio Wyatt, Michael posted, Mississippi State 34, Ole Miss 24. (laughs) That's his prediction. Just boom, there you go, prediction right out of the chutes. At least he didn't call it a shutout or anything. Yeah, right. Some people call it hate week. Well, look. It's it's one of those things where some people like having this game on Thursday night, Thanksgiving, and some people don't. There is very little in between. 
But, Roger, I did an experiment yesterday on social media. Okay, about an hour apart, the first thing I did, I posted it on the Facebook page. And, you know, Facebook gives you the option to do a poll. So you can give a, a choice. People can click their choice in the poll. And the poll was very simple. It's a yes, no. It just said, do you like the Egg Bowl taking place on Thanksgiving night? And I did ask for comments below that post to say, you know, tell me why or why not. Well, right now, this is on Facebook. It's been up for about a day. Roger, there's about 1,500 votes. Wow. Okay, on the Facebook poll. And there's 116 comments. And here's what's interesting about it. 742 votes for yes, I like the Egg Bowl taking place on Thursday night, Thanksgiving. And 625 for no. So a slight edge for yes, votes, for Thanksgiving on Thursday. And, but it's really close, right? I mean, you're talking about 1,500 votes and 742 for one, 625 for another. If this was an election, the no's would be asking for a recount. <laughs> they just haven't been heard from yet. That's, a, that's right. That's how close it is. On That's on Facebook. But then I'm not going to read you every comment, but Roger – Take this in. Consume this. It's amazing to me how nobody is neutral on the subject. State fans or Ole Miss fans, nobody is neutral. And it is almost split right down the middle. People like it. People don't like it. Um, I'll just give you just random examples in the comments section on this. Have to choose between Thanksgiving with family or the Egg Bowl. Family wins every time. Somebody saying they can't go. That comment got 16 likes on the Facebook page. Here's somebody said, uh, Morris said, been to a lot of Egg Bowls, mostly in Starkville, never on Thanksgiving. I'm always with my family. Then yeah, the very the very yeah. next comment is from somebody named Tony who says, one of our favorite things is a traditional Thanksgiving feast tailgate at the game. <laughs> And uh, I will admit, my aunt, my Aunt Doris commented, and she said, no, I want Matt Wyatt and his beautiful family to come to Alabama for Thanksgiving. I'm partial. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thanks, Aunt Doris. I'd love to be with you all, too. But again, okay, here's Dana. She says, I don't like it on Thanksgiving. We have to drive two hours the wrong way to see our family, throw lunch down our throats. It's my birthday. There's a little time to enjoy that. Drive three hours then to Starkville. And then two hours back home so my husband can be at work by 7.30 the next day. And then she asks, when will they go back to Saturday? And and what I'm saying is if you were to read, again, there's 116 comments in there. I read through most of them. I'm not going to read them all here. Now, that's on the Facebook poll. Most, um, you know, a majority, just but the, by the slightest margin, a majority voted for yes, they like it on Thanksgiving. And the, it seemed to me, Roger, the number one reason why people are really in favor of having the battle for the golden egg on Thursday night, Thanksgiving night, is they see it as A, a tradition, and B, getting that game kind of in a national spotlight in that time slot on that day. Those are the two main reasons that people are for it. They see it as a tradition. NFL competition, though. Okay, now let's talk about that. See, 
I don't remember. I, I remember growing up when on Thanksgiving you only had day games. It's all the Cowboys always played on Thanksgiving Day, and so did the so do the Lions. So it's Detroit and Dallas. They always play somebody. There may be one other game, but they always play, and it was always day games, afternoon games. I don't remember night games. But then in recent years, obviously, Roger, the NFL, which the NFL is king for lots of reasons, lots of reasons that the that college football could learn from, frankly. But because they went to the Thursday night package, they've started to have now an NFL game that's competing with those for, for those same eyeballs. Right. And guess There's what? There's actually a triple header on. On Thursday. I know. It's all these NFL games that you're competing against. And who's going to watch the college game when they could watch the NFL games? I got news for you. Around the country, none. So the the point is, a lot of people in the comment section on the Facebook deal, on the poll said, the advantage in exposure for that time slot on Thanksgiving night doesn't exist anymore. And they are right to recognize that because the NFL has totally stolen that. <laughs> That's gone. So the exposure thing is not a valid reason anymore, even though it gets, still gets brought up. Now, Roger, I did uh, the same thing yesterday. About an hour later, I uh, put a poll up there on Twitter. And, you know, same thing. Okay, so do you like the battle for the golden egg taking place on Thanksgiving night? Why, why not? Two choices, yes or no. So I told you, the yes votes slightly won out. On Facebook. File that away now, and, and let's come back to it. 1,500 votes on Facebook, yes, slightly more than no for Thanksgiving night. What about Twitter? Now, admittedly, uh, I have about twice the followers on Twitter that I do on Facebook, and guess what? I got about twice the votes on Twitter that I got on Facebook. So a little over 3,000 votes on the poll on Twitter, but in the case of Twitter, Roger, no. Slightly ahead of yes. 52% voted no. 48% voted yes. But again, look how close it is. Now, do you have a theory as to why the audiences would be flip-flop on their answers on Facebook versus Twitter? I'm just curious what hmm. you think. Which platform would you say is easiest to access? People are more likely to be on Twitter, I think. Yeah. That's my opinion. Okay. You know, I'd like to have qualified it by pe people who actually attend games. Yeah, go to the games. Mm -hmm. and, and what what do you think? I mean, do you, so why don't that we do that today? You? Because you're the actual consumer. Yeah, yeah, why don't we do that today? I, that's a great idea, Roger. Almost like a different cross-section of the fans out there. If you yeah. then qualify. If we do one today and say, okay, they now. You say, yeah, and watch it in your recliner. Sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, and look, I mean, nothing wrong with that. Now, I'm not, I'm not, nothing wrong with that. Right. And a lot of the comments have been, I like having it on television along with the other games that our family get together. So, it's, you know, get a lot of comments from people who aren't going to that game. I do think the Thursday night Thanksgiving deal puts a dent in your attendance. Now, that may not be the most important thing, and it may offset because it's a big rivalry game. People are just going to go anyway. But I do think it puts a little bit of a dent in your attendance uh, year over year. But I have another theory, Roger. I think that there is a – and the research shows there's a slightly older audience on Facebook than on Twitter. You get more, more young people on Twitter. I did get more votes, but still the percentage is so close. Like 
52% yes on Facebook, 52% no on Twitter, and all the comments are about the same. Like Mike's uh, on Twitter said, no, it takes away from family time. Tony said, I associate Thanksgiving with the NFL. Plus, it all it causes all kinds of scheduling conflicts with our family gatherings. Uh, my buddy John Pitts from the Northeast Mississippi Daily Journal said, conflict of interest here, but it would be nice to not have to make so many people work on a day night that is, to me, all about spending time with family. That took the words right out of my mouth. I was just thinking about you got a whole school of people who have to report to work on a holiday. Mm-hmm. That's time and a half, though. <laughs> well, it is, isn't it, Roger, for, for many. But, th- but they can't be with their families, all those people, all the officials. Yeah. yeah. Jeff on Twitter said, it's an interesting game for Mississippi, not for a national holiday. I've been at relatives' homes in other states, and they don't watch. On the weekend, it would be a true rivalry game without the short week and with an audience that isn't a, in a turkey coma. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You may be eating uh, turkey sandwiches all the way through the weekend. Yeah. Rob commented on Twitter, and he said, I hate it being on Thanksgiving. This will be the last Thanksgiving game I attend unless it determines the SEC Western Division. See, I am, a- a- after thinking about the whole thing. And by the way, too, you can comment. Hit me up right now on the Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. You're Kubota dealer. All right, it's 995-1059. It's a 601 number, 995-1059. And uh, text me on the text line. I've gotten some of those. I'm going to get to them here. 885-ESPN. That's the text line. It's a 601 number, 885-ESPN. But, Roger, I'm starting to lean away from the Thursday night Egg Bowl thing. And here is how I would lay out the reasons. In Instead of in descending order, these are in ascending order in terms of its importance. So, number one, I, I'd like to get away from it because, yes, the advantage in exposure. The exposure was a big part of this to begin with 10 years ago. When I was in school, we played a Thursday night Thanksgiving, you know, uh, Egg Bowl, and there there was no NFL game competing with it. It was the only college game in the entire country that was on television, and our teams were very good and highly ranked, (laughs) okay? And we got massive ratings and eyeballs and exposure for that game. That was 20 years ago. And so there is no exposure feather in your cap for playing this game on TV on Thursday night now, on Thanksgiving night. NFL takes the eyeballs, and it remains that because of that, you know, your audience is fragmented, and the only people that care about it are really the fans of two schools. Number two, and really this is, I guess this is really number one, and that is, I think we ought to cater to the people that are, as a school and as a university, we ought to cater to the people whom we benefit from the most, meaning the fans who are attending. And there just is no, you don't even have to ask this question. While there are a few people that say they actually enjoy tailgating for Thanksgiving on campus. The majority of your fans 
have other family getting together for a Thanksgiving Day gathering somewhere and they can't get to it for making the sacrifice to get to the game. And out of a thanks to the people who are buying your tickets, especially your season tickets when you're the home team, and out of a thanks to everyone else who's sacrificing to get there for a late-night game on a Thursday who not everybody gets Friday after Thanksgiving off. Some people have to work on that good. I mean, on that uh, Black Friday. They should quit. Right. <laughs> so as a nod to those people, the people that are attending the, the game. Students are all gone. That's the other thing, too, Roger. You know, students are gone. So I don't know that it makes a big difference for them, whether it's Thursday or Saturday. But, you know, a lot. Do, the student sections do a pretty good job considering all that. Yeah. I just think for players and coaches and their families – you know, that's another thing, too. We we look at State and Ole Miss, and, and their rosters are made up of so many Mississippi, Louisiana, Alabama kids that are all within driving distance of their families. Um, For the people working the stadium, the people, the fans that are coming, I think it ought to be a nod to them to go, since there isn't a magnifying glass now shining on that Thursday night time slot the way it used to be, we're going to throw all of our people – a bone, and get this thing off of Thanksgiving night and get it back on a Saturday. That's just one man's opinion. It happens to be mine. You know Dan Mullins is uh, thinking, man, I'm glad I'm not a state. I'll have to work on Thursday. Uh, and, you know, I think people are talking about how maybe we didn't realize it at the time, but Dan Mullen was a major, major force behind getting this thing on Thursday night. Oh, he was. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it was a different world then. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right, here we go on the text line at uh, 885 ESPN. The Real Eric says, Matt, have y'all's Thanksgiving on Saturday so that y'all can get together and you can still work the game? Yeah, you know, the they just that's the thing about it. Look, I'm just one member of a great big family. And our family tradition in the Wyatts is everybody gets together in Clanton, Alabama, and they eat on Thanksgiving Day. And watch ball. <laughs> Get some and, of that hot chicken dip. That's yes, that's right. And everybody goes outside and when all my when I was a kid, all my uncles were younger and athletic and they'd have a pickup football game. Now they don't sit around and talk, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh they get outside in the afternoon and build a big fire. And everybody stands around a big bonfire and talks and has a good time and drink coffee and uh and so it's a Thanksgiving Day thing. I wouldn't dare ask them to have it on a Saturday instead of a Thursday just because of me. And here's the other thing about it, too, okay? All my family are Alabama or Auburn fans. I got one uncle who's a Georgia fan. That's because he lives over there and his kids went there. And then, of course, I'm a state guy. But it's all Alabama and Auburn. And if the Iron Bowl is happening on Saturday after Thanksgiving, nobody's planning their Thanksgiving get-together on that day in the state of Alabama. <laughs> All right, here we go. Unnamed Texter on the text Very lines. good point, by the way. Yeah, I know. Unnamed Texter says, why does he keep playing Stephen Gidry? He can't catch crap. <laughs> wasted scholarship. Yeah. He's caught something. Still wasted. He does have to catch the football, though. He dropped the touchdown the other night. But he's caught some. you got to be better, though. 
I don't know. What does this say? This says boomers will use any excuse possible to complain about anything. What is that? I mean, who's boomers? Baby boomers. Is that what he's talking about? They don't complain a lot. Uh, Nick says about the Egg Bowl, they should play it on Friday morning at 3 a.m. this year because it's going to be a dumpster fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you need a bonfire. (laughs) That's it. Uh, Hey, Lynn, I'm coming to you late here, Lynn, and from Pontotoc on the phone line. I got about 30 seconds, Lynn. Can you go quick? Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I just want, maybe you'll tell me what you think eventually. What's what's the big advantage that Ole Miss is going to have having that week off? I mean, it's just, I, that's the only thing I hate about it being on a Thursday this year. I, mm-hmm. I like it either way. It don't matter. I just like playing the game Yeah, or watching the game, you know. Yeah, but I think that's going to be a really big advantage for him. And I, I know you got great coming, so I'll just be coming up on the Facebook, man. Okay, have a good day, good time, Hell State, man. Hell State, Lynn. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate the call. I, I believe there is always going to be some inherent advantage built into having that open date before your rivalry game, before any game, and by that I mean just anybody. Any team is going to have a few extra days to make sure that their bruises heal up, that the soreness from that lick they took in the LSU game, kind of they get the soreness out and they're kind of feeling like themselves. So overall, I think it was a really smart move for Ole Miss to put that open date where it was or to get it there somehow. Maybe it just worked out that way, but I do think it's to their advantage. On the other side of that, though, is – when you really exploded on offense against LSU, I guarantee you Rich Rodriguez didn't want to take a week off. He's ready to keep playing. Because offense is one, it's like it's like being hot on the golf course and you're rolling putts in. You just want to keep playing, man. Because you got the hot hand. So there are two sides to that coin. Just getting started on this reaction Monday. Stay with me. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. All right, stay tuned later in the show today. A special Monday appearance in the Farm Bureau studio from little eight-year-old Mary Liddy Wyatt. And she was not ready to make a pick yet on the Egg Bowl. I'll give you that heads up. She did pick a college game, though. We talked a little bit about Thanksgiving. From her perspective, she gave us a lesson of some of the stuff she's learned at school about the the, the original Thanksgiving with the Pilgrims and the Indians. And so, anyway, look forward to that coming up later in the show. Y'all be interested uh, in exactly how they teach that now. Yeah. Now that they're re- rewriting history. Yeah. Well, she's out of school, and, and you know, it's one of those um, – she's having a really good time being out of school. And she loves school. I, I, I never did love school growing up. I spent most of my time at school, you know, I'm getting the schoolwork done just to get it over with because you have to. I didn't really enjoy any of the schoolwork. And I spent most of my time staring out the window, looking into the woods and across the street at the baseball field and thinking, man, I'd rather be out there. She loves school, but she's really, really happy to be out of school. I'll tell you, she's enjoying it. And I think it was the sleeping late thing. She really enjoyed that also. Text line, 
Here's an unnamed texter on the text line. It says, just saying, Perry Cafeteria has a great Thanksgiving dinner. No cleanup and the whole family can go. Now, I will say this. If you're a State fan, especially, and you've – but even if you're not, if you're an Ole Miss fan and you're going to go to the game at State this week, uh, if you've never ventured over into Perry Cafeteria on State's campus, a very historic building, and it is – in terms of its look and feel and architecture – I mean, it's definitely from an era gone by, and it's really cool. And the food is really good. always was. He says every other year they that his family do that, they stay home the years because they the, the, you know the alternating years because they don't make the road trip to Oxford. But when Egg Bowl comes to start what's on Thanksgiving, they actually go and have a family Thanksgiving meal at Perry Cafeteria. So I'm sure they're serving turkey and dressing and all that. And, buddy, I will say this. It's a nut, another positive. But in that press box for these Egg Bowls and Stark Bowl, the food does not disappoint. <laughs> the press box may be old as Methuselah. It is. It's got, like, original floors in there. It's named after Bob Hartley. It's the same floors in there when he was there. I mean, it's old. That thing needs to go. I really didn't notice that when I was up there. It's old. But it's, it was air conditioned, which was it, all I needed. It's big. It's functional. It's just not new. It's There's nothing new about it. But, man, you know, if you want to claim it, you know, complain about having to be in an old press box, just eat the food and shut up because it's yeah. good food at State. What is oh, – they they think stir something with rice and beef and gravy. Man, that, that was fantastic. They call it beef tips? Yeah, that's what it was. Beef stroganoff? I must That's different. I think it was That's tips. Different. Yeah, it didn't have the cream yeah. or whatever. Okay. It's good. All right. Uh, unnamed texture says, my entire dog family absolutely hates Thanksgiving Day on the egg, uh, Thanksgiving Day Egg Bowl. Move it back to Saturday, please. <laughs> Unequivocal. Louvier says, in North Carolina one year for Thanksgiving, and we literally had to explain the difference between State and Ole Miss to some of the people at my brother's house. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the nation doesn't understand, nor do they care. Go Saints on Thanksgiving. And Louvier, you're right. I um so I, I I used to be on another show. And early on in that, I made a comment. I said, let me put this into perspective for everybody. There is a huge portion of the United States of America, maybe even a majority, but I do know a huge portion of the United States of America that Ole Miss and Mississippi State, to them, is about like New Mexico and New Mexico State. And, buddy, I got mad comments, and I got an angry email, and somebody brought it up to me, and one person told me I didn't need to say that, and I said, well, you know, I hate to say it, but it's absolutely the truth. State and Ole Miss at that time, and they did it. In 2014 and 15, great teams and players, both, you had reasons. You gave the country a reason to pay attention to you, to know the difference. But Louvier is right. When I um, signed with Mississippi State as a player, I went there in 1995. And for the next five years, I would make the trip home to Alabama. On the weekends at times, you know, different times of year. 
School gets out on a Friday or something, I'd have a Saturday off. Sunday, I'd zip on over to Prattville. It was not that far. I'd go to church at my church there, First Baptist, downtown Prattville, hang out, see people. And, buddy, I had lots of times. I had lots of times where maybe it's an open date in the middle of the season. We played a game the week before. I go home on the open date. I'm at church in Prattville, Alabama, and I'd have people say to me, hey, y'all are having a good year at uh, State. Hey, how do you how do you like living in Oxford? And I'd say, well, it's, I, it's not Oxford. That's where Ole Miss is. I, I live in Starkville. That's where State is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, to this day, you go into the state of Alabama, they, heck, they call themselves big-time college football fans. They're not. They're big-time Alabama-Auburn fans. They don't really even know the difference between State and Ole Miss. There's a lot of that. You have to give them a reason to know the difference. Special K on the text line says, I agree that it's unfair for the officials and everyone having to work the Egg Bowl, but it's become tradition in my family. We have Thanksgiving dinner Wednesday night and then go to the game on Thursday. That's what we enjoy. It doesn't apply to everyone. You know, and really what this I think this says, we're, we're passionate the poll results I did show you people are split right down the middle on for it or against it. There is no middle ground and there is no huge majority for either side, yes or no, on the Thursday night Egg Bowl thing. Seems like it would be better if they had that game early. You got a 9 o'clock pregame start and I uh, uh, got that thing rolling by 11. Play it got earlier done. in the day? Yes, because for me, if I'm going to – sit down and take on this Thanksgiving meal, I don't want to have to worry about anything after it. <laughs> you know, I want to I, I pass out of sleep. I want to be cool. I don't have to, hey, you got to go to the game. Right. Yeah. I want to look here. And it would also be, for the winning side, you know, nice little thing to celebrate. So Thursday games in college football. Now, we've already established there are a whole bunch of NFL games. Look, um, come on now. Week what? What week is this? Week fourteen? Yeah, it's week fourteen. Still have the scores up from this past weekend on since it's uh, Monday. I was going to look at it and see if you're competing with other college games and how many games are actually being played on Thursday. That's what I want to know, Roger. I'm not seeing any. When I did a search, closest I got was uh, Virginia Tech. Virginia Cavaliers thing. They're doing that on Friday. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's a Friday. Well, it's interesting you bring that up then because, you know, the, am I right? The NFL games, the Cowboys-Lions deal, they normally play that at like what time of day? They normally play that. Three o'clock? That's what I think they do. Oh, well, anyway, I think you got a point. You may be better served. Yeah. Ole Miss and State are the only college football game, period, in the entire country that are playing on Thursday. So that means there is no 11 a.m. college game. So that now let's delve over since we've said the exposure thing is gone. I know that primetime Thanksgiving night whole thing, but if the NFL is blanketing television at night, would you actually get more eyeballs by playing the game at 11 a.m. on Thanksgiving? Because then people might watch while they're eating lunch and then watch the Cowboys after the Egg Bowl. 
Good point, Roger. Reaction Monday in the Farm Bureau studio. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. Back on the show. Call me on the Divinity Equipment phone. Divinity Equipment in Madison and Jackson, your Kubota dealer. I really want one of those big orange tractors. The 40 horsepower, maybe the 4701. I really want one of those. I really want one of those tractors. I don't know what I'd do with it. I guess I get the tractor and then start saving up and buy some land. <laughs> Should I do it the other way around? Can you can you put like front end loader on that thing? Oh yeah. Have all the, like, oh yeah. Attachments. attachments. Oh, cool. That's it. Roger, tractors are like computers. There's a million different attachments for them. Like instead of an app for that, they've got an attachment. Yeah, that's right. Um, by the way, too, if you're listening, I want you to um, subscribe to Divinity Equipment on YouTube. Just go to YouTube and look up, well, just type it in, youtube.com, and then uh, type in the search, Divinity Equipment. Click there and subscribe it. And uh, by the way, Black Friday sales event going on at Divinity right now, Divinity and Madison. Some of those deals, they've got them spelled out for you in a cool video there on their YouTube channel as well. So check it out on YouTube, and uh, we'll make sure everybody can follow them, see what's coming down the pipe. Hey, and speaking of YouTube, Facebook, and all that, there is a, I posted a video story on my Facebook page. It's on YouTube as well, but check it out on Facebook. It's, I can tell you very succinctly how to do it. Just facebook.com slash radio Wyatt posted it this morning. It's about a guy named Bill Sartin, S-A-R-T-I-N, Sartin, Bill Sartin. Bill is from Tylertown, Mississippi in the late eighties, won a state championship at Dexter High School, 1A state championship at Dexter High School, recruited really as a two-sport athlete, went to Mississippi State kind of as a tight end linebacker, but then they gave him jersey number 67, turned him into a lineman. And Bill was on his way to an NFL career. He was a projected high NFL draft pick and going into his senior year. He was definitely going to get picked and make a lot of money playing pro football and got hurt, and in the second game of his senior year in 1993 against LSU, and he didn't just get hurt. It was catastrophic. Uh, Roger, he tore every ligament in his knee, and on top of that, there there was uh, – he severed the nerve. Uh, the artery tore in two places. And the, in that video story on the Facebook page, you can learn all about it. Hear what he said about how it happened – uh, as part of an interview in there with a doctor that was the first to get to him out on the field and kind of explain what he went through. And what sure. Bill did is never complained, and he got through it. It ended his playing career. He got into coaching. He coached in Mississippi for the better part of a decade. And then as his kids started growing up, he decided he wanted to spend more time with them. So he went to work for Farm Bureau Insurance, and now he's one of the most successful people in the entire state of Mississippi in the insurance business. And uh, he's doing really well. He has a really neat story. 
So go check that out if you get a chance. Roger, you were going to ask me something? No, I'm good. Okay. I, I, what I was wondering, with that nerve being severed like this, so he has part, he's probably lack of sensation in part from. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ever since then, you know, it was a deal where they were, they thought they were going to have to amputate his leg. And, you know, in a nice way, this guy who was 315 pounds and could, you know, he bench press 225, 30 times and, you know, run a five flat and a 40 and basically demanded, no, you leave my leg like it is, I'll figure it out. And uh, so they didn't, they, they were able to save his leg, but he has forever, every day of his life, wore a brace uh, down his leg, like a knee brace, like down his leg, around his knee, all the way down to his ankle. Um, and that's just part of life, wearing that thing every day. And so it was a really a horrific injury. Anyway, you want to learn more about that. There's a video there about that on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Radio Wyatt. I hope you'll go check that out. Hey, Roger, I'm not there now, but I'm going to be in your neck of the woods tonight. I'm talking to the uh, Jackson Touchdown Club. Not, a lot of uh, meetings lately down here. Yeah, had a bunch of those. And so here's my thing, and I'm going to tell them this tonight. When we get there for the meeting, I am the final speaker on their schedule. For the fall. Last one. It's a really cool deal. They have some great speakers that come in and and talk to them there in Jackson throughout the year. Some coaches, I mean, like Matt Luke and Moorhead have all been there and others, and like Holly Rowe from ESPN and others. And I'm the what last exactly one. exactly is the touchdown club? You say where? What What exactly? I mean, is that? Oh, uh, well, it's just, a deal. No, it's just like they get to. They pay dues, get together for dinner, and use the dues to bring in big guests. And these are—they're not like one particular fan base or the. That's other. right. It's just football, uh, football fans. Okay. Just football gotcha. fans and a little bit of everything. That's right. Um, matter of fact, uh, really cool. The the guy who invited me to come is Glenn Waddle. Roger should work with Glenn. You know Glenn? Yeah, he's, he's a big hockey fan. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He is good guy. Uh, he is the uh, PA announcer at the Ole Miss football games in Oxford. That's right. So if you go to their games and you hear this guy go, first down, Ole Miss. That's Glenn, you know. And uh, he's got a big booming voice. It's, it's funny you mentioned hockey because he actually told me earlier this week he was headed to watch a St. Louis hockey game and then coming back here this weekend. But um, He was the first hockey fan I'd ever met. <laughs> well, he was actually the one who invited me to come to this thing. So uh, I'm going to go and – Here's what I'm thinking, though, Roger. Okay, so I'm the last one. It happens to be Egg Bowl week. And there's no middle ground in this thing. I am either the guest that they have saved the best for last. Okay? Last one of the year, last week of the regular season, it's Egg Bowl week. So they have either looked at me like we're going to save the best for last, or I'm literally the only thing that was left because they did all the other good stuff throughout the year. <laughs> and I mean, you look at the list of guests, they had some big-time guests all year. So I'm going to just tell them tonight, hey, listen, you're not going to hurt my feelings. I don't. I want to know which one it is. I really want to know, truthfully, which one is it. The wine at, was it Capernaum? <laughs> What's that? Were you the wine uh, that the, the, the guests complained <laughs> when Jesus turned it in? 
Why'd you save the best stuff for last? Save the best stuff for last. Yeah. Well, I just I'm gonna see if I can get the truth out of him tonight. That's what I want to know. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, I can imagine that the uh, egg bowl will be a topic under discussion. Okay, Roger. Let me ask you a question. And if you're listening, I would like to ask you a question also, and then I'm coming to all your texts so I can get caught up. Do you call it, should we call it the egg bowl, or should the we all for the say, golden egg. yeah, <laughs> should we say it's the battle for the golden egg? How did Jack say it? He said the battle for the golden egg and staunchly go. refused to say egg bowl. All right. And I will be. It elevates it a little bit. Okay, it's it's more wordy, you know, battle for the golden egg. It's the kind of thing that you're not – it's hard to say that phrase, that name, the battle for the golden egg in everyday conversation. Because yeah. think about it, Roger. <laughs> you're right. You know, like somebody's not going to walk up to you today there at the radio station, Roger, and go, hey, are you working Thursday night for the uh, – Battle for the Golden Egg. Nobody does that. They're all going to say, hey, you work in the Egg Bowl? Sounds like a bad Chinese uh, kung fu movie. <laughs> it really does. Uh, Rick Cleveland said it sounded like a fairy tale. Yeah, yeah, see that. The Battle for the Golden Egg. That many battles in the tales I've been reading. Fairy tales, anyway. But... Yeah. But, so, you know, uh, in, in a game, bowls. it's not pretentious, but... Yeah. Like you say, in everyday conversation, now you got to mm, chop it down. Right. Hey, listen to this comment on um, the Facebook live stream from Sharon. <clears throat> Sharon said, I just talked to a friend whose son plays at Alabama. He went to high school. Now, he went to the high school Mississippi-Alabama All-Star game with um, John Rice Plumley, quarterback at Ole Miss. He said all the players hated him because he never threw the ball to him. He always kept it and ran it. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Kid oh, knows Michael he can Jordan. run, and he can run. All right, and so speaking of that, uh, then I, and I promise um, we'll, get, we'll get to it in an hour or two. I'm going to let you know the finalists for the C Spire Connerly Trophy. We got the C Spire Connerly Trophy finalists announced today, and uh, I'll give you the list of those. Cats out of the bag, though. John Rice Plumley from Ole Miss, the nominee there, and are the finalists from Ole Miss, and Kylan Hill of Mississippi State, uh, the finalist. Uh, unnamed texter. So, what's the deal with Keaton? Will he transfer? I think right now that just seems to be the going belief is that he'll transfer after the end of the year, but we shall see. A lot remains to be seen. Three, let's see. Unnamed Texter says three NFL games, though, including the Saints on Thursday night. Okay, and so the NFL plays at 12, at 3, and at 7 on Thanksgiving. So they kind of dominate all the time slots. They're the big guy on the block, and they know it. And, yes, uh, this year, the only the single solitary college football game in the entire country that's taking place on Thanksgiving is – the battle for the golden egg. Ice and Rankin says that's what he calls it. He will not be calling it the egg bowl. And then somebody wants to know if we call it the golden egg game. You call it that, and people are going to look at you, you look at you like you've got three eyeballs around here. All right, hour golden two. Golden egg bowl. <laughs> the golden egg bowl. <laughs>
<laughs> Mash it all together. All right. Hour two coming up. Stay with us.